the, the, the theme of our exhortation this morning is we move forward. We move forward. Amen. Uh, Amen. You can also tell that you yourself that I move forward. I move forward. God is determined to make us move as we move along with him. Amen. I will just start with us opening our scripture to Psalm 61, verse 1 and 2. We we'll take the song there, and then we we'll just go ahead with what God wants to encourage us on this morning. Psalm 61, verse 1 and 2. I, I'm sure a lot of us know this song. Um, the, the scripture there says, Hear my cry, O God, I turn unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Amen. Yeah, my cry, O God, I tell you, Pandemic, 
We've had good news and bad news. We've had death. We've had, um, you know, job losses. We've had all kind of challenges. You know, COVID-19 has come. But God is telling us we, stay, we need to move forward. Because mm -hmm. our God is not a God of one season. He's a God of all seasons. He wants us to move forward. And as we are determined to move forward, you know, God is able to do, you know, Ephesians 3 verse 20 tells us, he said, we have a God that is able to do exceeding, mm. abundantly, mm. above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Mm. There's something inside you and I, there's, there's the Holy Spirit within us, that does not, you know, that doesn't want us to give in to situations around us. They don't want us to give in to what we hear, to the noise around us. So I want you to be encouraged that there's a power inside you. There's, there's an engine, there's something inside you that cannot be constrained. Except you constrain yourself. You are not permitted to be constrained. That's why the Bible says that it's what we allow. He says, if two of us shall allow anything on earth, shall be allowed in heaven. He said, what do we allow? But what this morning is that we want to move forward. I want to move forward. And that will be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, so why should we move forward? Why should that be our mantra? There are many reasons. I'll just give you a few reasons this morning as the Lord leads. One reason we need to move forward is because there's a lot of grounds to still cover. In Joshua chapter 13, verse 1, God was telling Joshua there that, you know, you are now old and stricken in age, but there's still a lot of ground to stay cover. That's why we have to move forward. You can never arrive. You know, it's part of things. You may be moving forward already, but you can still do better. So that's why we must move forward. Praise the Lord. That's why we must move forward. Why should you move forward? It's also because sometimes some of us have been in one spot for too long. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6 to 7. Let's you see, in that place, God was telling the Israelites, Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6 to 7. Was that desire that look, you have dwelt on this mountain for too long. Start to move. I don't know that thing that we've been going back and forward, procrastinating about. This is the season to take that step. This is to take that move. This is to, 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 to move forward. Because there's a word of God on you that you've dwelt long enough in that place. And my prayer for all of us is that. We will move forward in the name of Jesus. Amen. And also, why should we move forward? This one is very important. Exodus chapter 14, verse 15. Because they push, they pursue the enemies of our joy, they may catch up with us. And that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Because when the when God managed the Israelites to move ahead, to go ahead, to go to the promised land, so then we are dilly-dally. We are complaining to Moses. Why have you taken us out of here? Look at the enemy behind us. What they did not know is that if they did not move forward, that enemy will catch up with them. So it, what did Moses tell them? He said, move forward. In, a, in, in Exodus chapter 14, verse, verse 13, I'm going to say to you people, fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. Amen. The Lord shall fight for you, and he shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to, unto Moses, Wherefore cries thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. So that's God's work for us. Let's cease from 
panic and fears of what has happened before. God is giving us a mandate. He said, move forward so that the enemies will not catch up. I pray for you and for myself. The enemies will not catch up with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Why should we move forward? In Luke 17, verse 14, the Bible says that 10 lepers came to Jesus and he saw them and he gave them a mandate. He said, go and show yourself to the priests. I can imagine they did not move forward. But in verse 14 of that, Luke 17, he said, as they moved forward, as they started the movement, they were clenched. As they took that step of faith, they were clenched. So as God's power is released, as we take forward step, as we take that initiative, there's a release of divine power. And that will be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. And this one, I want us to read it. Genesis 26, verse 18 to 22. Why should you move forward? Why is forward movement important? It's because we can learn from Isaac. The Bible says in Genesis 26, I read my, I'm reading from KJV all the time. From verse 18. Genesis 26 from verse 18. Say that Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines that stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. So Isaac said, I'm going to move on. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the headmen of Gera did strive with Isaac's headmen, saying, The water is asked. And they called the name of the well as Essek, because they strove with it. And they digged another well and strove for that also. And they called the name of it Sitna. And they removed from thence and digged another well. And for that, they strove not. And they called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, for now, the Lord had made room for us, and, he shall, and we shall be fruitful in the land. Imagine if Isaac had stopped in Essek, he would not get to Rehoboth. If he had stopped in Sidna, he would not get to Rehoboth. So first, stop in Essek. First, stop in Sidna. But there's a Rehoboth ahead of us. And God is telling us, go ahead to Rehoboth. No matter what the enemy has done, they've come, they've done, they've done the well, they've put this, they've put that. No. That's not your boss talk. So my prayer for you and for myself this morning is that I will get to Rehoboth in the name of Jesus. Amen. You must move forward because there's a reward ahead. Your story does not end in Essex. does not end in Sydney. There's Rehoboth. And we will get there in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, why should we move forward? Because there's abundance ahead. You know, I'm reminded of the story in 2 Kings chapter 7. Verse 3 to 6, about the four lepers. There was a siege in the land. You know, there was crisis in the land. And these four lepers sat down and were asking themselves. And said, look, if we stay here, we'll die. If we go back into the town, we'll die. Let's move forward. And these, these lepers moved forward in faith. They didn't know what they were going to beat, but they moved on anyway. But there was a word of God ahead of them already. Just like for us, there's a word of God ahead of us all the time. And these lepers moved ahead. And by moving ahead, what did they mean? They met abundance. They met abundance. The God are taking care of their enemies ahead of them. So I want to encourage us this morning that let's move ahead. Let's move ahead. We'll move ahead and we'll meet abundance in the name of Jesus. Amen. Why should we move ahead as well? In Mark chapter 4, verse 35, Jesus told the disciples, let's go to the other side. 
there's always the other side. The other side where there's goodness. The other side where God is determined to do something in our lives. So that's why we need to move. Where you are is not the only side. It's not the only story. It's not only the valley. There's also the mountain top. So there's there are other sides of the story. There's the better side of the story. And there's a world over our lives. Jesus told them, move. That's why even when the wind came, because there's a world over their life, they could hold on to the word of Jesus. They still arrived at the destination. So my prayer for us this morning is that as we hold on to God's word, as we move ahead in this month of July, I move ahead this week, I move ahead this year, we'll get to the other side, the other good side, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, why should we move ahead? Why should we move forward? Because there's the sound of abundance of rain. In 1 Kings 18 verse 41, in 1 Kings 18 verse 41, we see in that place where Elijah sent the word to King Hare and said, it's time for you to move. Because there's a sound of abundance of rain. And I, de I, I decree over our lives, you know, myself inclusive, that there's a sound of abundance of rain. Mm -hmm. And that rain will fall in the name of Jesus. Amen. That rain will fall in the name of Jesus. Amen. The interesting thing about that place was that, you know, the Bible says that the next verse says, Ahab, you know, went to eat. Maybe that's what the prophet told him. But Elijah went to Mount Carmel to ensure that the rain fall, fell. So as we are here this morning on this altar of the Lord, and we start to pray, and we start to call on to the Lord, that rain will not only be a sound, it will fall in the name of Jesus. Amen. It will fall in the name of Jesus. Amen. Why should we move ahead? Number nine, say the gate of hell cannot prevail against us. That's what the Jesus told the disciples. He said, he said that the kingdom of God will march forward and the gate of hell will not prevail. So no matter how the resistance looks now, no matter how it looks like I've been trying, but be assured that the gate of hell, the agenda of hell, the agenda of Satan will not come to pass over our lives in the name of Jesus. That's Amen. Matthew 16, verse 18. The agenda will not... Now, if you look at 1 Corinthians 16, verse 9, 1 Corinthians 16, verse 9, why we should move forward. Number 10, I have about 15, four start to, you know, most of the points I'm raising are actually prayer points, you know, 1 Corinthians 16, verse 9, you know, if you look at that, you know, that scripture tells us something, and I, I, I decree over our lives, and over my life as well, that whatever door God has opened, nobody will shut it in Jesus' name. He said, for a great door, an effectual is opened unto me. And there are many adversaries. It's a great door. Why should you move forward? Because a great door has been opened unto you. You need to enter that door. I need to enter that door. When a door is open, a door is an admittance. A door needs to be entered. A door needs to, to be utilized. The utility of the door is where there is entry. Of course, there could be exit, but that is a passage. And you know, don't say that a door, a, not just a small door, a great door, an effectual has been opened unto us. Now, the adversaries will always be there. It doesn't matter. You know, but we need to be determined that because there's a God that has spoken over my life, because there's a word over my life, I will move forward. So the Bible is telling us this one that a great door has been opened, you know, and you and I need to take advantage of that door. 
Because if we don't, if we if we try to stagnate, definitely that door will be useless. But I pray that the doors that God has opened over your life and over my life will not be useless in the name of Jesus. Amen. Why should you move forward? Why should I move forward? Because according to 1 Samuel 30, verse 8, you can still recover lost grounds. No matter what grounds we have, we have lost, we can recover them. But that's what happened in, 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 in 1 Samuel chapter 30, you know, in the times of David. He said, and God says that the enemy came. The enemy thought he has done his worst. But what did David do? So, and David inquired at the law, saying, that's 1 Samuel 30, verse 8. Say, and David inquired at the Lord, say, shall I pursue after this truth? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, say, pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them. That's God's word for somebody this morning. Say, thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. That's why David had to move forward. David, David did not stagnate. In fact, they were threatening to kill him. You know, there was sorrow. The demon of sorrow had taken over the camp. But no, David said, no, there's a God. God said, David encouraged himself in the Lord. And God showed up for him. The way God will show up for somebody this morning. God showed up for him. And God told him he would recover all. And God went ahead of him. As you move ahead, as you take that step, as you are determined that this year, that thing that has been, you know, Last thing that has been carried that you have the God of heaven, the God of Pastor Iadibui, the God of Pakidayoni will go ahead of you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, why should you move forward? First Timothy 6, verse 12. First Timothy 6, verse 12. That's one reason why we need to move forward. Just fight. The good fight of faith. Lay hold on entire life. Whereunto thou art also called, and as professed in good fashion before many witnesses, fight the good fight of faith. Moving forward, when you when there's a battle and you surrender, in fact, Bible somewhere else, Bible says that if you fail in the door of adversity, say your strength is small. You know, there, there will always be battle. But there's a good fight. So of us need to fight for our marriages. We need to fight for our children. Do fight for our business. Do fight for our you know eternity to, to remain in faith. There's a good fight to fight. It's not time to give in. It's not time to give up. That's why we need to move forward. That's why we need to, to be determined that this is not my boss stop. It will not end this way. My story will not end like this. There's only there's the other and better side. Is a fight, the good fight of faith. And when you are fighting that fight, it's a forward movement. When we retreat, when we throw our hands into the air, when we surrender, then it is the end. But what the Bible tells us, he said that a living dog is better than a dead lion. He said that when a tree is still connected to water, See, there's hope. So it's not time to give in. There's a fight to fight. There's a good fight of faith. And those encouraging us that we should fight that fight of faith. We should take the battle to the camp of the enemy. We should wake up like this and pray. We should pray, you know, 12 in the morning here. 
you pray 3 a.m. We should pray like this in the morning. You pray in the afternoon. We should keep fighting on because it is worth fighting. Praise the Lord. It is worth fighting for. So we've got to move forward. I go to number 13. Why should we move forward? Very important reason in Luke 9, verse 62. Jesus was telling the disciples something there. And talking to you and to me. Luke 9, 62. So all this we are talking about the our prayer points. We come to pray them, you know, but we need to have the scriptural basis. Is it Luke 9 62? What does it tell us? Why we need to move forward? So, and Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Why should we move forward? So that we will not be disqualified. So that we will not stagnate. You know, there's no, in, 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 in this battle, Jesus said something, I think it's in, it's in, it's in um, Matthew chapter 12, there about, you know, he says the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. There's no gentility in this matter of the kingdom. The Bible says that we are soldiers. Say, as good soldiers of Christ, say we should endure hardness. We, that we should not entangle ourselves with civilian affairs. If we don't move forward, the likelihood is that we are going backward. Therefore, because we don't want to be disqualified, so we have put our hand on the plow. In the matter of faith, in the matter of the kingdom, we got to move forward. We got to be progressing. We got to be checking ourselves up. We got to tell ourselves, where am I today? That's why we need to move forward. And I pray that none of us will stagnate in the name of Jesus. Amen. In fact, in Psalm 78, verse 9, there's something interesting. The Bible tells us in Psalm 78, verse 9, still on this, on this point. You know, Psalm 78, verse 9. The Bible says, KJV version I'm reading, say the children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. So the children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. They gave in. They did not continue. Whereas they were equipped. You and I are equipped. We are equipped to go forward. We are equipped not to be disqualified. Mm. And even God himself can equip us even more if we needed more strength. If we needed more equip equipping. But the children of Ephraim, was that even though they were armed, they still turned back in the day of battle. That will not be your portion. That will not be my portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. That will not be your portion. That will not be my portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. So it's, it's, it's important that we know that moving forward is we're also helping ourselves. Then number 14, I have one more to go after this. Why should you move forward? One reason is because the battle is not actually your battle. It's the Lord's battle. It's not your strength. Because by the arm of flesh shall no man prevail. Mm-hmm. That should be first Samuel 2, verse, verse 9, there about. So, by the arm of flesh, no man will prevail. But the battle is not ours. One of our brothers and one of our patriarch, David, said that in, in 1 Samuel 17, verse 47. 
was talking to Goliath. Say, and all this assembly shall know that the Lord said not with sword. For the Lord said not with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and we give you into our hands. Hmm. So the battle is the Lord's, and we give you into our hands. So David moved. For in fact, if you read that scripture before now, David then ran towards. Even when he go back, he said he ran towards Goliath. He didn't run away from Goliath. He ran towards him. He ran towards the challenge. He confronted it. He was frontal. He went ahead with it. Why? Because there's a big God behind it. Just like there's a big God behind us. Praise the Lord. Amen. And lastly, this, these are just a few points in terms of why we should move forward. It's because you're already a conqueror. You're, in fact, you're more than a conqueror already. You are more than victorious already. Romans 8 7 tells us. So we know that in all these things, we are more than conquerors. If you read the scriptures preceding that verse, it talks about what will separate us from the love of Christ. Even after that, it says, Is it, is it high? Is it whatever it is? He said, But in all of these things, we are more than conquerors. And, you know, back in the days, that Geo defined what it means to be more than a conqueror. He says, like a man who goes to a battle and brings the trophy home to his wife. His wife did not fight, did not get any bruises, but she had the trophy in her hand. Jesus has won the battle already. So we are more Amen. than conquerors. Amen. So we, that's why we need to go in faith and know that we are already on the winning side. He said, he said the God that is inside us, say he that is in us is more than he that is in the world. So that's why we have overcome the world. So we are overcomers. So as we move forward, we are not, we are not, it's not a battle where we are not sure of the result. Like those of us, those of us who, who watch football, the men who watch football, you know, when you know the score of a game, you relax. You know, even if it's the 90 minutes, if that result has been announced, that means in the extra time, all the goals will be scored. Yes. Because why? It's already won. We are, we are not fighting a war. God is not asking us to go into a losing battle. Yes. We are going already victorious. Praise the Lord. I don't know what we have heard this morning, but I know something that God is determined to ensure that we will not stagnate. So I'm going to go to the Lord this morning. Go to the Lord this morning and just thank Him because of all this you know, assurance we have. We have assurance. All the scriptures we have read are scriptures of assurance. Because the word is written. And the Bible tells us in Psalm 119, verse 89, say, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. All these words they are settled. That's why I start to thank the Lord. Because as we move forward, we are victorious. As we move forward, we are victorious. Masuka Tali, Masuka Start to pray for yourself. What are the grounds you have not covered? I say, Lord, help me to cover grounds. Help my family to cover grounds. Every ground yet to be conquered. Help me to cover the grounds. Oh, Joshua, say there is yet more things to still do. Yes. 
Say, Lord, help me to enter that door.
Father, we just thank you this morning for the privilege of your presence. We thank you because you have privileged us to connect with you. Lord, we present all our, all these prayers we have presented before you. Convert all of them with testimonies in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Most High. We will move forward, Lord. Nothing will stop us on our side. Thank you, Most High God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray.